0: I knew Cain was a bomb when Frank would rather talk to my mom. Dark Crystal made him hate puppet hides. We watched Jaws for the shark. The thing was bleak and too dark. Lebowski taught us all how to abide. Then we all stood and cried when King Kong nearly died. Godzilla's true of them all, and at a frantic pace Scott Pilgrim was punched in the face Quato gave Arnold total recall Father daughter movie podcast Dr. Frank Kind of half assed Hope has deep theories. She just wants to And Frank would rather. Just please watch Robocop. oh, oh. oh. At the late night, kinda stupid, movie show. Well, we got total recall and we had us a space ball blazing saddles we will never fucking do. We've seen every John Wick Caddy Shack is Frank's top pick. Dad preferred back to the future part two. Kung Fury kicks ass, and you shall not pass. He retains nothing once we are through. Find me in Grover's Mill for a token, some chill. And some quality family crew At the Tuesday morning Movie podcast Dr. Frank Song's kinda half-assed Hope has deep. Theories. She just won't stop, and Frank would rather just please watch RoboCop. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. at the late night father-daughter movie show. I don't want to go. Whoa, oh. -oh 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 -oh. From the late night, father, daughter, movie show, download and go. Whoa, -oh 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 oh. With the late night, fucking stupid. Movie show. Oh, at the, the late, late night, night saw the big daughter. Big movie Jack show. Court. Testing, testing, testing. If you can give me another. Hello, hello. Oh, hello. perfect. All right. Uh. <laughs> Alright, hi everybody, welcome to Frank Reviews, uh, father-daughter podcast, etc, etc, etc. I'm Hope, that's Frank. I don't know why I'm pointing at you, Dad, it's an audio medium. Yeah, it's rude. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I could do the Disney thing where I point with two fingers but uh
1: why is that disney
0: i don't know it it's it is like such a thing where like uh pointing is so rude in some cultures where they train their employees to point with two fingers at all times have you ever heard of that or am My, i just uh, i was too in deep with some real disney cultists for a while there so maybe i just uh
1: okay so you're not pointing yeah exactly okay, so good.
0: i don't i don't know okay so dad I had very grand, elaborate plans for this week's episode that yes. kind of fell apart. We were supposed to set up the projector on the back porch on yes. Saturday night, have a bunch of friends over, yes. and all scream, and I wasn't going to, I didn't buy rice to throw at the screen, but Thank you. I, uh, yeah, I, cause, you know, I want you guys to not have that much to clean up or me to have that much to clean up yes of course i wouldn't leave that for you but but um, of course but uh, i went to the maryland renaissance fair had a blast didn't realize it would take close to four hours to get home what with traffic mm. and then it started pouring rain so we watched the rocky horror picture show and i think what are the Quite possibly worst circumstances to watch, watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show in, <clears throat> which is on a bright and sunny Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Yes. Uh, uh, no. Uh, no uh, narcotics of any kind were present. Uh, we were both in like t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> it was. It was an unremarkable <clears throat> showing of this picture. So uh, where I wanted to start was. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Um,
1: uh, after after uh, some reflection, I don't think I ever maybe even really saw the whole movie. I think okay. I I just know it from pop culture and film clips and stuff. Or if I saw it, <clears throat> uh, well, it came out in what,
0: 90? 1975. Oh, 1990.
1: Where are you pulling 90 uh, from? I mean, 75. Um <laughs> I may have seen it, or maybe it was in the background of a, uh, playing in the background of a party or something like okay. that, but, yeah. but no, I don't remember.
0: Yeah. All right, fair enough. I know Molly was absolute, uh, my little sister, who def- definitely doesn't listen to this show, hi Molly, uh, was like... Who would? Yeah. Well <laughs> All six of our listeners will be very disappointed they're not getting the party atmosphere recording. <laughs> yes. Um, But Uh uh oh Someone's getting a phone call On that T-Mobile But Molly was obsessed with it To what I would describe as uh, Star Wars levels for me Okay And I think Drove it into the ground For both you and Mom About 10-12 years back uh, no, I,
1: I, you know, it didn't bother me. No, I mean, fair. you know, you, <clears throat> kids, teen, teens get radical, you know.
0: Mom, uh, mom rejected watching this movie with us out of hand on the yes. basis that Molly drilled it into her head. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, I know, like, what I wanted to do last year, uh, but then, of course, last year happened, was yes. go see a live performance Ooh, of Rocky yeah. Horror. Because <clears throat> the Bucks County Playhouse in New Hope does, like, an annual... Uh, production of Rocky Horror. Okay. And uh, oh yeah, they do. Yeah, well, they they, did, d- they have in the past. They have. Yeah. They they didn't do it last year. Obviously, they didn't. I don't think they're doing it this year. I actually just found out Lambertville isn't doing their big Halloween for the no? Sec- no, I know. I couldn't find anything about it online. I did email Parks and Rec to check, but at the same time, I also got invited to a pub crawl in Rittenhouse, and I'm like. I'm going to be dressed as Thor. I just bought a drinking horn. This yeah. is yeah, Perfect. I can't really turn that. Can they put a margarita in a drinking horn is what I intend hmm. to find out. Sure. Sol- salt this rim for me. Yes. Um but uh, so my first time seeing Rocky Horror because I was also like vaguely familiar with it just through like pop culture right. osmosis. Um <laughs> My first time was at the Newtown Theater, which we've spoken of on this show in the past. It was 10 o'clock on a Saturday night in Newtown. So, like, the circumstances were correct, but... The entire audience consisted of me, my two nerd friends who had already seen and were familiar with the movie, and then like three other teenagers that sat <laughs> in the back of the theater and then the three people that ran the Newtown theater.
1: Wow. And like
0: as we were walking in the door, the staff were like, "You guys didn't bring any rice, did you?" Uh-huh. Uh, no. Oh thank god. <laughs> Um, so it was, I don't, I have yet to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show in the correct circumstances, even when I try to manufacture them myself. Yes. Um, we, I, I promise we will get there eventually, hopefully 2022, uh, enough of the anti-vaxxers will have died out so that we will have achieved okay. herd immunity. That's yeah. My, and- I think. I think that's just the plan at this point.
1: Anti-vaxxers, hurry up and die.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, you're kind of doing... I don't really like to take pleasure in other people's pain, but in this case... Do it. um, I'm kind of chill with it. Yeah. You made your bed, now lie in it. Yeah. So, we were having a great time yesterday watching this movie. What... (laughs) What struck you first? First? (laughs) First. Was it the big lips?
1: Oh, the, oh, yeah, the big lips in the beginning—you know, the the lip, the red lips, singing, just iconic. <clears throat> the yeah. the entr- and you know the beginning of the, uh, the movie. That's that was interesting. We even uh, looked up who the actor, actress, actor was.
0: Oh, I knew I looked lips. it up yesterday. Hang on, Rocky, because car. you know
1: I wonder if they got a credit, and apparently they did.
0: Let's see. Who is the lips in Rocky Horror? The iconic lips belong to Patricia Quinn, uh, who played Magenta, but that is not her voice. Oh, okay. So Magenta's
1: lips, but not her voice. Really? Weird.
0: So uh, in the original stage production, the opening number is sung by the Usherette, uh, a character that is... Traditionally played by the same actor who plays Magenta. Now, they did do a quote-unquote remake of this a couple years back that was broadcast on TV in primetime. And talk about wrong circumstances for Rocky Horror. Yeah, really. Primetime TV is not Rocky Horror. And that was its biggest criticism. Like, they had to... Tone It Down.
1: Oh. I know, but... It's like like Peanuts doing Rocky Horror. Yeah,
0: but I checked out the soundtrack, because, you know, it's worth a look. Sure. And uh, science fiction double feature is sung, and The Usherette is played by this singer, Ivy LeVan, and she is this, like, super skinny, like, statuesque blonde woman with this incredible jawline who has the biggest... (laughs) vocal pipes you've ever heard like i've gotten into some of her music because of that and it's just fantastic stuff but yeah so um the usherette is replaced by just disembodied lips in this movie which i love it is a very striking image uh okay so if not first what was your favorite part of the movie?
1: Ah, uh, you know the the uh, <laughs> anticipation, or uh, uh, c- c- uh, uh, come up to the lab, see what's on the slab. Okay,
0: so basically the number, sweet transvestite. Yeah, okay, when yeah. When Tim Curry first shows up,
1: yes, yes. When oh, Tim man. Curry first shows up, and he's got a lab coat on, a full length lab coat, and then of course he pulls it off, and he's got his uh, his drag outfit on. Oh, it's uh, fabulous. Yeah,
0: his legs, man. Yeah. yeah, but you were you were kind of thrown off because like. Tim Curry seems to be the first one in the movie to be really into it. To be, like, really just putting himself out there. Right. Which he doesn't show up for, like, 25 minutes. So everybody else is playing it at, like high school musical level production. Yeah, and exactly. Then Tim, and then Tim shows up and it's just like, well, we yeah, just then, kicked it up a notch. Yeah, yeah. definitely a couple notches. Yeah. <laughs> there is something about, like, English character actors, their ability to just do whatever the project requires. Like, they're uh, they're truly unashamed of whatever it is they're you would have supposed to be. to be doing. You would have to be. I mean, room. 1975, Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, did you have any? Oh, I hit the mute button on my microphone. Oh no! I'm gonna stop touching it. Questions? Did you have any questions about Rocky Horror?
1: Yeah. My yeah. Okay. my uh, primary question is why did they make this movie?
0: Okay. Well, first uh, off, because uh, I don't know off the top of my head why did they make
1: Rocky? <laughs> I mean, it's um, <clears throat> it's a uh, Kind of a simple story, but it's well. Let me see uh, riffraff Riff the riffraff. In the movie, was the writer?
0: Uh, let me pull him up. Thank God for Wikipedia. Richard O'Brien uh, played riffraff. Wow his uh, his headshot on Wikipedia is the opposite of riffraff. Yeah. I have to say, uh, he looks like he's trying to be an extra in The Third Man. Um, Yeah, he wrote the original screenplay of the, uh, yeah, he wrote the musical stage show, the Rocky Horror Show in 73, uh, which has remained in almost continuous production. Uh, and he co-wrote the screenplay of the film adaptation. And it's not telling me anything as to why beyond, um, Apparently, he was just in love with like science fiction and horror from the 30s through the 60s. Yeah, it had so- that.
1: <clears throat> it had that that kind of 1930s oh, sci-fi the, kind of concept.
0: The the floor show at the end of the movie with the big stage set up to look like the RKO pictures yes. logo. Ah, oh, it's just stunning. But um, I think it was a combination of his love of all that, and let me double check the dates on this. But I'm pretty sure. But uh, Hayes. what
1: would, I mean, uh, 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 he throws in the the um, transvestite concept um, in a horror show. It's like, uh, these are my two favorite things in life. Horror shows and... Uh, I um, mean,
0: I guess write what you know. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what I think uh, was the real uh, linchpin for this was that the haze Code... Uh, A self-imposed industry set of guidelines for all of the motion pictures that were released between 34 and 68. The code prohibited, (coughs) pardon me, I got the fall time allergies. Uh, The code prohibited profanity, suggestive nudity, graphic or realistic violence, sexual persuasions, and rape. (coughs) So that was repealed. In 1968, repealed. It wasn't even a law. It was just like an industry standard okay. that everybody adopted. So that was gotten rid of in 68, and that led rise to the whole exploitation genre. Black exploitation. Okay. I think Rocky Horror probably counts as sex exploitation. Oh hell, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. So I think it was uh, there was a lot of people just taking advantage of the new lack of rules. Okay. So, yeah. May- yeah. That's. Yeah.
1: That would this movie would seem to to flaunt that oh yeah idea like yes. I mean
0: otherwise the seventies gave rise to like Scorsese and people like that okay. who like really depict violence yeah. on screen so I get why that would be a whole thing so yeah I uh, apparently the dude Richard O'Brien um, he was working on a play. And uh, just wrote up some material and showed it to another stage director. And they just decided to turn that into a play. So, I mean, if you've ever seen, like, off-Broadway productions, they can get strange. Yeah. Like, just for the the example that pops to mind, and please don't Freudian read into this, is Puppetry of the Penis. <laughs> so, like... Okay. If you're not on mainline Broadway, or I guess in this case, mainline West End, you can get away with some weird stuff. That's,
1: that's why it's off Broadway. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, this movie became like the original Midnight movie, where people okay. dress up. And it. Uh, I even looked it up while we were watching the movie. The turnaround, like, it obviously bombed on initial release. But the turnaround in the public perception Where people started dressing up, singing along, shouting at the screen. That happened within a year of this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So by by 76, people all were losing their minds over this stuff. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh. (laughs)
1: Well, um, how did they. Uh, choose Tim Curry because I think he's excellent. Ooh, that's in this great. I mean, he's let me he, see if I can find that. Yeah, he he's excellent, he's fabulous. I don't know what else to say. I mean, uh,
0: cult following sequel remake. Oh, there is a sequel called Shock Treatment, and it's a total cash in. And from everything I understand, it's terrible. Like nobody yeah. from the original cast came back.
1: I've never heard of it.
0: Yeah, not. Nor has many people. Either uh, uh, way, so for the love of God, um, oh, it's just giving me. Let me see if I can find. T- I mean, t- like you know, did they did they first Rocky. want like
1: Clint Eastwood or something, and then that they <laughs> would
0: be. I would lay down so much money to see that. <clears throat> that would be hysterical held you do i see you've <laughs> met my yeah um i do love <laughs> okay so i pulled up the uh, uh rocky horror dot fandom wikipedia and uh i was googling uh, around while we were watching the movie because in the beginning of the movie after brad and janet get engaged and you meet a criminologist yes fabulous um Brad and Janet are driving uh, in at night in the rain, and they're just kind of casually listening to Richard Nixon's um, resignation address. Yes. Which, I wanted to pull this up. Uh, I left it open on my phone, not in the window. <laughs> but, so, it's established that this movie takes place in November, and Nixon, Rocky Horror. And... They're listening to the resignation address, which took place in August of, yeah, August 9th, 1974. So they're just casually listening to a rebroadcast of the Nixon resignation address. Which, yeah,
1: address. <clears throat> which I don't, I, and they don't go into it or they don't, they don't even address, they don't address it. it, they don't acknowledge yeah. it or anything. But, you know, you would think, okay, that's actually live happening when in fact it wasn't, it was like a year before. So I don't well, know like what
0: 4 months before but yeah 74 Oh 70 I'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. No, okay no, you're right no I was thinking yeah.
1: there's 75 when the movie came yeah, out Yeah the movie takes
0: place in 74 I want to say so you get like a little bit of this this has happened in the recent
1: past Well then there might be a, a rebroadcast at that time you know, you know because fair. it was still it was still uh um common news maybe at the time but like why Maybe I mean it was oh. an immensely important news event at that time. I mean
0: that is totally fair. I just really enjoyed the casualness that yes. they were just listening to this Yes. Buck Wild thing. I it might be like stage setting to like show like distrust in authority or something like that. No idea. Okay, so uh, Tim Curry was cast as Frankenfurter in this movie because he originated the role on the stage production in London. So, like, he was already set and ready to go for this movie.
1: Oh, in the movie, so it, he, yeah. did the he, he did the stage production. He oh.
0: did the stage production. So he rose. Well, to, then he would. Yeah, he okay. rose to prominence with this role. So, like, this was his first big. Okay. Leading actor thing, uh, That's, which is kind of cool.
1: That brings up another question: <laughs> Is <Sure. coughs> why? <laughs> I mean, Susan Sarandon, Tim Curry, uh, was any any other actors of note? In, I don't think in
0: anybody was really of note at this time. Well, I mean, w- Barry Bostwick has had a, a fairly like he's a he's a solid. He's never out of work, but he's done a lot of like TV movies and okay. stuff like that. It's like this in Spin City, the sitcom from the late 90s, early 2000s with uh, Michael J. Fox.
1: Yeah, don't even know it. Yeah,
0: but I'm so used to him with white hair. Okay. Seeing him with the dark hair really threw me for a loop, so... Um,
1: It's... And I asked you this uh, after the movie, but why would any actor think that this production was going to advance their careers?
0: I don't think... Well, I mean especially if, like, Tim Curry got the job as an actor on stage originally. And, like, it's the early 70s, you know. Okay. These these people are all pretty young. Uh, I mean, Tim Curry was born in 46, so he would have been, what's that? Uh, Not even 30. Not even 30. Not even 30, yeah, Yeah, good Lord. Um, All right. uh, So, so, you know,
1: part of the... the, uh, I mean, Susan
0: Sarandon was how old?
1: Part of the uh, rebel... uh, Um, Also 46,
0: so she would have been around... Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of get why you would sign up for this, like, rebellious, weird
1: show. Yeah, okay. And it was the 70s, that's true. It was the 70s, yeah. yeah.
0: That's another thing. Like, in the beginning of the movie, uh, Barry Bostwick as Brad, he seems really like... Low key compared to he's standing next to Susan Sarandon for the first few numbers, and she is just like playing to the back of the house like her and Tim Curry are like, we're going to play this as big as we can. Okay. And then it's not until uh, Brad is forced into drag, essentially, that he seems to really... Like, when he gets into the heels and the the, the corset and all the other accoutrements, uh, he seems like he can work it. So, yeah. like, he was clearly saving it for when it he, mattered. Uh, he was supposed to be
1: the, <clears throat> the sane, sensible, um, common, normal society guy. Well,
0: the, the toast white there you guy. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that word, milk toast. It's also spelled the. It's like milk. milk, Look, 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 toast. It's like stop it, English language. You don't need that many cues. Stop trying. Um, Yeah, but he's like the straight white male of the movie, and he also gets uh, probably the first major like gay sex scene in like a large scale movie. Probably not, but well, if you could,
1: I mean, yeah, they were. When Frankenfurter has his way with, um, what's
0: the girl's name? Uh, Janet. 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 And then has his
1: way with... Brad. Brad. (laughs) Um.
0: It's the same trick. You, it's it's the same same trick. Yeah, but I
1: mean, you know, it's like, okay, are they really sex scenes? Well, they were kind of like, uh, um, mocking sex scenes. It's more pantomime. Yeah, it's pantomime kind of sex scenes. Um, but, but still, you know, they present that concept and, um. Um yeah, he tricks each one into sex. Uh, Highly
0: problematic, but yes. yes, yeah. But it's like the he Frankenfurter comes into Janet's room as Brad, and then there's a moment when you realize it's just this mess of curly hair on top of Susan Saran. Yes. It's like when did they pull off the wig? Yes. What happened there? Exactly. That's amazing. And it turned, and, yeah. Yeah. And then you actually see the wig get removed for the um the Frankenfurter and Brad's. Yeah. But it's like they managed to make the same trick work twice yeah. kind it was, of magically. Yeah. It I was, love that. <clears throat> yeah. That was good. Oh my God. Um let's see. Was there anything well what else did you want to Mention Um, or talk about
1: uh, how cheesy and campy it was. You know, like intentional, low. Yeah, I think it was. You know, like it was supposed to be uh, maybe in in the face of uh, establishment kind of thing. One one point, uh, Tim Curry looks right in the camera. um, I love that. And they, you know, for some reason, obviously they intentionally did not cut (laughs) did not cut that. Yeah, you know, but uh, that was that was like strange. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it. I guess maybe uh, thinking about it, it's, it's in the face of establishment, which yeah. is what the 70s it, it, was about.
0: It, it, it also, it's like paying tribute to the acting style of the past. Like the, the late 60s, early 70s were when people were starting to learn how to act on camera, as opposed to broadcasting to the back of the stage. But in this case, it really just does feel like they... Kept up the stage production energy the whole way yeah. through. So, like, um, we've seen you've seen the producers, the Mel yes. Brooks. You've seen I want to say the the original movie and the Broadway, yes. show. Yeah, so they made a film adaptation of the Broadway show in two thousand five, and you can really tell that like Nathan Lane and a couple of the other actors are still keeping up that big stage energy. Okay. Um, which I love, but I always feel like Michael Broderick toned it down for the movie, uh, which always kind of bothers me. And nobody is really doing that in this production yeah. for Rocky Horror. Like everybody's into it. Everybody's big, broad, and like they could just be in like a '30s production of a. Uh, it, yeah, it could be an Errol Flynn production. Okay, really. So,
1: I wanted to know how how did they pick out the uh, the cast. Like the the chorus, yeah. What cast. Was, I mean? just background cast, odd, weird assemblage of misfits and weirdos, people
0: and of all heights and body heights shapes, and, shapes
1: and, and and beautiful persuasions.
0: Tuxedos. Everybody's wearing at least two inch heels. Yeah,
1: well, and <laughs> and it, like there was an Arab sheik in there, and you know, it's like well, what you know what. Um, and they must have had a blast oh my doing God. it. A it, blast.
0: It must have been wild, yeah. And like, I always forget that like the big big numbers of the movie, especially Time Warp and and Sweet Transvestite, are like done before the half hour mark. Yes, uh, I always forget that when I'm watching the movie. Um, oh, I did want to talk about real fast the actor that played Rocky Horror, Peter Hinwood. Dude has three movies to his name. Tamlin in 70, Rocky Horror in 75, and Sebastian in 76. And in in this movie, in Rocky Horror, he is gorgeous. He's, yeah. His abs are stunning. He has veins and, like, I don't think I have those veins in my body. Um, The biceps. Under several layers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's it's under a protective sheaf, as I like to call it. Um,
1: Yeah, he was... um, well well toned uh I don't th- I think his uh, body fat was probably a minus
0: <laughs> you know so yeah. he was physically yeah.
1: uh perfect for yeah you know, he, the he monster re-
0: he really does look like he was grown in a rainbow vat yeah um but dude like apparently did not enjoy acting he didn't think he was any good at it and he literally just after that became an antiques dealer in <laughs> london for i mean he's still going he's still alive um but uh, i wonder if he does any weird press for this movie well there, they-
1: there wasn't i mean his part wasn't me. you know wasn't uh, a lot of acting. he was just there for visual I think. And- it was a
0: lot of reacting yeah especially in that scene where they like uh, Brad Janet uh, Frank and Rocky are all confronting one another Brad Janet Rocky Brad Janet Rocky Yes Brad uh, <laughs> But every time somebody says Rocky's name he's more or less silent besides yeah. a few singing parts. And he just gives this look. Yeah. Every time Frank goes, Rocky! Yes. <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. Um, anything else you wanted to mention? I think we've done, like, our half hour. It, yeah, it really. was fun. It was yeah. weird. Really, obviously wow. weird. Goes really, uh... Saying. Um,
1: um... Um... It looked like maybe a two $300 production or something like that. But, um... I can now that we put it all together I can see where mid 70s uh you know let's let's rise up against the establishment uh, rise yeah. up against the man kind yeah, of thing yeah. in your face uh I mean it was for that time I guess it was um um incredibly shocking oh, you know for something now it obviously still kinda is it is yeah it is parts. it is pretty pretty uh, when, um, out there
0: when 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 dr frankenfurter uh engages the medusa ray <laughs> that like he has some sort of 18 syllable long techno babble to describe what the Medusa Ray does and it really it just turns you into a statue yeah it turns you into a statue statue of David style and there's a lot of Davids in this movie and they're all wearing lipstick and I caught them also wearing nail polish
1: nail polish (laughs) yeah the statues of David nail polish but um, lipstick
0: yeah but it it turns the the characters into statues and the statues are fully nude yes like Wait, did they make a full body cast of Susan Sarandon? What the... What? What? Yeah. That was... I think when... I think she gets zapped first, and both of us went, Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, it's a poof. okay, (laughs) there she is. Mm. Uh, Okay. I think that wraps it up for us in terms of Rocky Horror. Anything? Any final thoughts?
1: Nah. I had one... Let me see. One other idea, but um, the, so yeah, it was the sci-fi, and then they end up going to Transylvania, Mm -hmm. no wait, that was Transylvania, the universe, or no, the, yeah, the galaxy. It it was a separate planet. Yeah, it was a separate planet. Transylvania was a separate planet, which, I, I don't know why, you know, but that <laughs> oh, that yeah, comes yeah, in with yeah. the sci the sci fi.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the 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 song "Sweet Transvestite" sets up that Frank is from Transvestite Transylvania, not a real place. And then a little later on in the movie, uh, um, when uh, the the professor, what's his face, is revealed, um, Riff Raff goes, "You know this human," and he's <laughs> interrupted. He's a like, person. I'm yes. Ah, like, oh, that's. <clears throat> yes the because least they're aliens. Subtle thing on the planet. Yeah. So, but I did want to say, so next week, so this this episode drops on the 22nd, Friday. Next week's episode drops on the 29th, which is the day before October 30th, the anniversary mm. of Orson Welles' mm-hmm. The War of oh, the Worlds. Oh, oh. So, um I I do want to give you your own choices for movies uh uh coming up, but I feel like I want to do, like, a traditional thing for the uh, end of October with the War of the Worlds. So I wanted to ask, would you like to watch the 1953 War of the Worlds or the Tom Cruise 2005 directed by Steven Spielberg War of the Worlds?
1: Wait, did— we watched one, right? We
0: listened to the radio broadcast okay. last year. Okay. And I guess we watched Independence Day this past July, yes. which I personally think counts yes. as a war of the world. Yes. Uh, if not in name, then definitely in plot. Okay. Uh, uh, and I always love the twist of the the computer virus at the end of that movie as yes. opposed to just germs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so did you have a preference between the two?
1: Uh, The Spielberg sounds pretty exciting. There's
0: a lot to talk about with the Spielberg 2005, I'm not going to lie. We could do that. And uh, the good news is I will be back in time from Baltimore Comic-Con this weekend for our traditional Saturday night movie. A no, Sun- Sunday night Sunday night. Sunday night movie yeah as opposed to a Tuesday morning
1: <laughs> yes movie Tuesday a.m
0: yeah I also switched up to a job where I'm working uh evenings 3 to 11 which kind of threw has thrown my schedule for a loop and I'm still adapting
1: but so then uh, next week are you going to the I
0: don't know yet it sounds okay. like they might want to keep me in where you are in in a, 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 a break operation um, which I'm not complaining about like I got into a groove last night I'm feeling pretty good about it um it's just it's the clock in operating system that i'm having issues with okay everybody has issues with Okay, my supervisor has cursed at it pretty much every day i've been there it's hysterical oh good all right so uh next week is the 2005 war of the worlds starring everybody's favorite psychopath tom cruise um i am hd Lickner on twitter muscle nerd studios on instagram uh, thanks to Dr. Sean Monaghan for our theme song and Paul Taylor at com for our artwork. Dad.
1: What a wonderful day today. Beautiful sunshine. Uh, all you um, anti-vaxxers, hurry up and die um, uh, and take the Republicans with you. I mean, Um Yeah. And well, you're probably close to the same thing anyway.
0: It's it's almost a perfect overlap of a Venn yes. diagram. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Venn. So it's yeah, it's uh, Venn Venn diagram with one N. Maybe. <laughs> um, enjoy the weather. Please be good to each other. Uh, do the right thing because the right thing matters.